So tune in. We're going to enjoy this journey together through the word, through a little bit of my life's journey, and we'll be talking about a whole bunch of different things. So stay tuned. You guys are in for an amazing inspirational ride. This is your girl, T. Drake. Stay tuned. God bless. You are now listening to God's gift through His Word with Miss T. Drake. It's God's gift through His Word. With Sonika Drake. Tanika, tell them about God, girl. Hey, everyone. Welcome to God's Gift Through His Word. Thank you for tuning in and keep coming back for more inspiration. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk of Truth Radio Network coming over to say hello to my friend and my fellow podcaster and the greatest motivator in the entire world. Everybody talks about my motivation, but I tell you what, if you really want to get motivated and inspired, come over to God's gift through his word and listen to my sister in Christ, Tanika Drake. Yes, this is Pastor Jay saying, if you want to be encouraged, blessed, and be at peace, come over to God's gift through his word, Tanika Drake, the greatest podcaster and motivator of all times. This is Pastor Jay. Love you, Tanika. Peace. Wow, what a great reminder of how important our relationship with God is. Because when our relationship with Him is good, then everything else really doesn't matter that much. Because if He is for us, who can be against us? The last thing we want is that our relationship with God to slowly fall apart and fade away. Let's put our priority back on Him because Everything else will fall into place because nothing else matters near as much as that relationship. Thanks so much for this podcast and keep the good content coming. 
What's going on? What's going on? This is Anne Capone. And I don't go a day without listening to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake. Keep listening. You are listening to the God gift through his word with Tanika Drake. This is your friend and former media broadcasting entrepreneur and podcasting Joby B. And you are here and she will be back right after this message. Stay tuned. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk Truth Radio Network, and we're back. Monday morning conversations with T. Drake and Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off with the triple threat, cuffing season, hub sun, and cloak and cover. Hey, T, we're back. What do you have to say? <laughs> well, you know what, Pastor Jay? I am super excited. I cannot wait for us to have these conversations again. It has been long coming, and I'm so glad we are back. So I look forward to it. Don't you all forget to get something to drink and hop on with us as we have these conversations about these amazing topics that Pastor Jay and I, T. Drake, will be talking about. This is T. Drake. You're turning to God's gift through his word this morning. And uh, happy Friday to you. I miss you guys for a few days. Still getting my consistency wheels together. So uh, later on uh, next week or so, you might hear some old uh, podcasts coming out. And those are just the ones that I wasn't able to get out this week. But I did record. I just didn't get a chance to release them. Uh, my Life has been a little bit busy trying to get things underway with myself and my family. However, uh, today is Friday. Yay. Uh, Maddie Moa's day is Friday. Uh, happy Friday to you, wherever you're at. It is now December. And I wanted to take time to say happy new month to everyone. And also, uh, I got the wrapped from Spotify. It was super amazing. I always enjoy when they do the wrapped and they show the kind of music I listen to, the kind of podcast, how many listeners have been listening. And to me, it's always shocking whether it's five or four. But apparently I had a lot of listeners that have been tuning in that have still come to look forward to listening to the messages from God's gift through his word. So first of all, to all my listeners, thank you so much. Uh, you guys continue to be another reason that I do this because I consider those who are listening, my brothers and sisters across the globe, wherever you are. And of course, first of all, I do this because I want to be accountable to the Lord, do my best to do that, right? So for all of you that tuned in uh, all the way through this year, I thank you. And I'm going to be wrapping up this year. I'm going to do my best to come in strong to close out 
2022. It's been a very unique year. I started off in California at the very beginning of this year, and I ended up somewhere else, and it has been phenomenal. Uh, The transition was quick. The Lord moved me from one place to another, and uh, he definitely has his hand on my life. I just seek more to hear his voice clearer for myself, so I have to be more involved in my word. And sometimes when we don't hear him, it's because we're not so in-depth in our word like we need to be. So I've been in my word, but I need to be in it a lot more. So that's what I'm, I'm working on for myself. So anyway, back to what I'm going to talk about you guys. Okay, so we are going to be discussing just slightly HIV AIDS because on yesterday, I don't like doing dates, but I will for this particular episode. On yesterday, it was December 1st. That was World AIDS Day. And of course, for those of you that may or may not know, I was on a tour in 2006 uh, with a group that uh, the tour was called Who's Positive? And you would go around to different places in the United States, at different colleges and such in different states, and we would share our stories of how we contracted the virus and try to provide information and uh, tell people that they need to know their status and get tested. And that's still very much in my mind, in my heart, that people still need to do that because with the big uh, rate of contractions in the African-American community, it is super important for our community to really get a handle and an understanding of the contraction rate of new diagnosis of HIV AIDS. So I just want to share that because I also am a person who is HIV positive and I have been since May of 2001 and uh, I'm still here. Thank, Thank God for that. And he's allowed me to be here through a lot of things. So this is just another, another part of me, but my diagnosis does not define me it is just something that I have and I I definitely know that I want to use my platform any platform to educate everything that I've gone through is to educate somebody else so that they may not have the same pitfalls as I did as I fell into so let's go ahead and pray and then we'll talk about some scripture because I do have scripture for you and then we will talk about uh, just a little bit of HIV So we might talk about that first, but we might talk about that second. So we'll figure out how it goes, how the Lord and how the Spirit is leading for the whole thing. So let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll jump right into our message. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time today. Lord, as I uh, prepare to share, Lord, a message, Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit, Lord, would reveal some things to those who are listening. Lord, I pray that you would help me through everything that I'm going through in my life, Lord God. And I pray that for the different communities and different the different demographics that live in this country, Lord, I pray that there would be some education to help those that don't know and resources provided to those who need it. Lord, there is so much going on in this world. But Lord, if I can help just a little bit and either help one person Lord, I know I'm doing my part. So, Lord, on today, Lord, I just pray the Holy Spirit take take over, Lord, while I just share. Lord, I just want to be a humble vessel utilized for your glory, Lord. So, thank you, Lord, for your son. Lord, I thank you for your son, Jesus, Lord. And that's who I'm coming through humbly, Lord. 
your son Jesus and I thank you for everything that you provided let something be shared in the name of your son Jesus I pray amen okay so I uh, want to uh, get into uh, sharing the scripture and I thought I was going to share all of it but I might have to double back on a different day and share all of it so we are going to be in Romans the 12th chapter and I will be sharing with you guys from verses 14 through verse where am I <laughs> to verse 19 that's it <laughs> I had a, di- you guys, I had a different scriptures uh, that I was going to read to you guys. I was going to read 9 through 19. So I had to go back and look because I'm cutting it short today because, of course, I have to get myself together. And then probably if I have some time, I will do my best to make another another part of this. Maybe this will be part two um, to extend the portion that I couldn't do uh, within the time frame that I have. And I got up early this morning, too. I don't know what happened. Anyway, so let's go ahead and read. So I got my Bible. If you have yours, get yours out. If not, just listen and then go back and read the scripture for yourself. You guys know I always say it is always imperative to read the scripture for yourself so you can know what the word says for your own spirit, for your own eyes, for your own mind, for your own knowledge and growth in what the word says so that you can be amazing ambassadors for Christ and you'll have sound knowledge and you will know exactly what the word says and not just what somebody else reads okay so let's go ahead and get into it and here we go so for verse 14 once again romans 12 verse 14 through 19 is what we're going to do today and this is bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to read two more verses because I think that kind of solidifies what I'll be talking about in a little little bit. And it says, verse 20 says, Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. So actually, I read to you guys verses 14 through 21. Okay, <laughs> I had to change it up. Okay, so I I know for right now, you guys don't know, but while I, I was reading, I was thinking about some things. And prior to Romans, I was uh, working with the book uh, Philippians. So we're really in Philippians, but... Today, uh, it struck me as I was listening to a creator on YouTube that was talking about World AIDS Day. And of course, that's important to me because I had uh, one of the speakers that I enjoyed speaking with. He took his life uh, via suicide and uh, definitely not 
not able to handle his diagnosis that he had, even though he looked like he had accepted it, uh, he hadn't. Um, so for those people that get the diagnosis, it's not always, okay, get some medicine, you'll be fine, walk out your life. There's a lot of psychological wrapping your head around the whole understanding of that diagnosis. So the reason I'm talking about this is because it is very imperative. And I want to encourage people, those that have HIV and those that don't, or those that have AIDS as well, uh, that's not the end. Uh, and I'm praying that if you are HIV positive or you got to do not new diagnosis, that you do what you can to find out the resources, whether you have to use an apothecary or you have to use something. There is other things out there that you could utilize. The Ryan White Act is out there to also help those who are unable to uh, have medication paid for because these medications, if you do not have insurance, they're extremely expensive. I remember I was on uh, the the pill called Kaletra. And at the time when I was freshly new diagnosed, it cost $1,200 for one bottle. And not to mention when I had that, I had several other pills to take, each of them costing very high. And the very unique thing about the HIV medications, unlike the other medications out there in healthcare where you can get a generic, there is no generic to the HIV antiretrovirals. There's no, there is no substitute. Uh, it's either that or if those don't work, you have to use something else. So, and there's a lot that goes into that, whether your body becomes resistant and if it comes resistant to a certain medication because the virus is not complying to that drug regimen, then the doctor has to give you a resistance test to figure out what part of that pill is being resistant because in normal of these, these pills, there are more than one drug inside of them. They call it a cocktail. So within that cocktail, there's something that the body does not like and not your body, but the virus itself, it's rejecting a part of it. And I understand that because my body was resistant and I should say the virus that I contracted from um, the wrong partner, uh, it it was very resistant to a lot of drugs for a lot of a lot of time and one thing people don't understand is although HIV AIDS is out there there are different strains of the virus it's not just you catch HIV and you have the only kind it since it it mutates and it changes there are different strains that are passed so different HIVs and AIDS although they're all the same as in a big group there are different strains of it just like there are different strains of of COVID. There are different strains of those. So it might act the same, but it does something different. So when people say when they caught HIV that they had the flu virus, or they felt like they had the flu, that's not necessarily true for everyone. I didn't have any of those symptoms when I had contracted that. I had something called esophageal thrush, which is yeast infection in the throat, which causes you not to be able to eat or even drink, and it's super painful. So uh, that was a symptom for me. I was not sick with anything else. That was the only thing that gave the doctors the inclination that I had contracted HIV because HIV does have certain things that it does to a person's body that tells uh, the healthcare professionals what it is 
Okay, so uh, with that, I just want to share a light bit of statistics. It's from the CDC, and I'm going to put it in the show notes so you can go back and check out the information. But what I what I found uh, unique is in the United States, um, African American people, uh, Afro Caribbean uh, people, we only account for 13% of the U.S. population. However, 40% of people live with HIV in 2019. So we are the 40% demographic of people in with HIV. And so that's a huge jump. We only make up 13% of the population, but 40% of the people living with HIV. And that was in 2019 was the statistic given. And so in the U.S. in 2019, because they put this out February 3rd, 2022. So it's still fresh and new for this year, but they're giving the statistics from 2019. So in 2019, the statistics for HIV diagnosis was that the black community was there was 14,300 new diagnoses in the Hispanic community. It was 10,020 in the white Caucasian community. It was 8,600 in the multiracial community, 900 in the Asian community, 550 in the American Indian uh, community is only 230 of diagnosis for HIV. That's huge. So we still have a lot of work to do in our community and the disparities and the systemic racism, all that other stuff. Some of this stuff does play a part. However, education is so important to educate everyone that you need to really be conscientious of your body. And I can tell you from my experience, sometimes when you think, just trust me, just it's going to be okay. You cannot take the person's word and let your body just not be garnered. You don't take care of it. And you think you trust the person's word because you can't. And I recall what I did. I remember I had a condom and I'm just going to share this. I shouldn't be sharing this, but I, I want to give uh, real truth because these are things that won't be talked about in church. It, they just won't. And these are the kind of things that we need to hear. But anyway, in my situation, I had presented a condom to the person before we engaged in anything. And he he took it from me. He's like, oh, no, don't you trust me? I'm like I do, but I think we should use the condom. Because my whole thing, I wasn't even thinking about HIV. I was thinking about not getting pregnant. And I didn't want my mom to kill me because my mom was super uber strict to the point of abusive strict. And she was a Jamaican mother. I was like, I don't have time to bring a baby in the house because I will be out on my ear and I will definitely be out and homeless with a baby. So I I can't. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking about. But when he said, do you trust me? It's I was just like, what? You don't need that. And to for me, after I engaged, it was a long while. I didn't know exactly how long I had contracted the illness because nothing showed for a long time. And so when I finally did get diagnosed and I finally did go to a doctor and finally got all that taken care of, do you know the diagnosis was not HIV? I had AIDS. I had been diagnosed with AIDS and my T level was literally 30 and the copies of the virus was 750,000 copies. And that was not good. That was very, very, very bad. Uh, my T cells will not be able to fight off all those copies of the virus. 
And if the doctor hadn't made some some strong moves with some certain medications, I probably would not be here today. Because when AIDS gets to a certain point, um, it does end someone's life. So by the grace of God and by the people and men and women and doctors and nurses that the Lord allowed in my life that jumped on the virus, I am now an HIV positive person. But it's still, uh, it still can be hard because with a relationship, you have to disclose. And that's another thing. Um, out there on the internet, which I haven't pulled up yet, you can still uh, be in trouble for not disclosing. And you can go to jail and you can go to jail for a long time. Um, where I was, it was 15 years for a manslaughter uh, using your body to try to harm someone. And if they don't know, that's not good. So uh, when I was younger, I wasn't, I wasn't being... I wasn't being very good with that and I had to learn to stop doing that and disclose. So before you get into a relationship with anyone, make sure you know your status. Make sure you know their status. Yes, we have the pandemic. We have COVID out here. That's one status to know. Uh, but HIV is one of those that does not get taken away by over time of two weeks or even three weeks to overcome that is still no cure to it as of yet right so you don't want to get the gift that i said the gift that keeps on giving you don't want that so take the time to understand that god still loves you regardless right but it's up to you to make the right decisions and it's up to you to when that diagnosis happens for me i was trying to get revenge you can't do that and as a believer, vengeance is not ours. It says, beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to the wrath. Wrath, to wrath for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. You cannot take vengeance upon yourself and go and go do that and go give vengeance. And I wanted to repay the gentleman who, who gave me HIV so bad. I wanted to figure out a way to basically end him in my mind. I'm like, uh-uh. But by the grace of God and over time, I've learned to deal with it, right? And I, I, I turned what was very horrible and very horrific, very traumatic and traumatizing to me for my family to go through and the way that they, they dealt with me, the whole thing. I'll have to share the story to you guys one day about the whole diagnosis story because it is unique in itself but anyway i had to get my head out of trying to get revenge and the lord had to do that because i was wanting to hurt everyone even though that person is the one i wanted to hurt most i couldn't get to that person so i was trying to hurt other people and listen as a believer as a christian we don't do that but it's going to take a lot in you to be humble and know that you're going to have to ask the Lord to help you through this. Man, I don't know how many days I spent crying, spent being angry, spent crying, spent being angry, and so mad, and so guilty and shameful and just feeling awful about everything. So I just wanted to share those statistics because they're important to know. And when we're out here engaging and Pastor Jay and I are talking about cuffing season, 
uh, and we'll be talking about, if you guys didn't catch it, I hope you guys catch the new series, but we had a cuffing season that, that we were still doing. This is part of cuffing season as well. You have to be very mindful that you're not just running into a situation to be with someone because I know during the holidays, there's a lot of us that want to couple up and be with someone who wouldn't. It's a, it's a, it's a very warm time, a very cozy time, a time to feel that special, unique love during the holidays. And you want to share that with someone, but please be very, very cognizant of sharing your body with someone and not taking care and taking the precautionary measures to protect yourself. Now they have prep. They have some of these uh, medicines. I was on one of those medicines for a long time and all my kids that I have now, none of them have the illness and I was on Truvada. Truvada is one of the prep medicines. I've been on it for a long time and uh, it was very good for me to be on that along with they gave me the AZT drip uh, so that it could really really they were hitting it at all all areas so my babies are all negative even my ex-husband who is not so kind that I talk about with domestic violence even he did not contract it because I did what I had to do so I am the only one that has to deal with it so during this time I pray that you will stay encouraged and understand if you are a person that's living with HIV AIDS, listen, God still loves you. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. No disease, no famine, nothing can separate us from the love of God. But you don't have to be revengeful. The Lord will send the right person to you when it's time, if that is his will for your life. But other than that, I just want to say, don't take vengeance out on anybody. The Lord will repay in his time. And you may not be around to see how the Lord repays. But trust and believe, if the Lord said it in his word, it's true. And he said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. He's not telling you to go find that person and go take vengeance out and go get your justice. He's not telling you to do that. God can do that all by himself and he doesn't need your help. So, just be focused on what you have to do. Be encouraged. For those who don't have HIV AIDS, if you hear of someone that does, show some compassion and kindness in your words. I remember I had told someone when I was younger, when I first contracted HIV, that I had it. And the person had said, oh, really? I think we should take all of the people like you, go put them on an island and blow them up. Hmm. That was pretty mean, heartless, ruthless, and straight wicked. Take everybody who has HIV and AIDS, put them on an island, and blow them up. He just wanted to kill them all. They shouldn't be around. They shouldn't be allowed to live anymore. I'm thankful my God is not like that. With all the sins that we commit daily, not on purpose even, God is gracious enough to allow us to still yet live but if it was man just hearing that statement there's some things that man will do and does not care about to be kind and humble and all of that no man just wants to destroy thank goodness god is not about that 
He's not about destroying unless in his own will, something is just so wrong and out of place, he's got to wipe the slate clean, which he's done before in the word and in time and in history. So I just want to take this time to share this with you guys. Please know your status, whatever it is. Please make sure you get yourself checked out all the time because there are so many people during this cuffing season and this COVID time that are getting together and man you guys got to be careful because you may catch something uh that a shot or a pill can't get rid of HIV AIDS is are those are some of the things that cannot be taken you can prevent passing it to someone but you can't get it out of your system so be very careful you guys Christian brothers and sisters, non-Christian brothers and sisters, please be careful. Okay, please be careful when you're out there. And remember what the Lord said. If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Don't go out there seeking revenge because you've been hurt and harmed. Take what has happened to you. Change the narrative and give someone hope today, encouragement today. You are not what your diagnosis is, and you rise above that. Take everything that has been thrown at you, change it up, and use it and give it back to somebody in a different package. That's what your girl here does all the time with everything. I try my best to take some ugly, nasty stuff that has happened to me and turn it into some good strawberry mm -mm, lemonade, okay? I like strawberry lemonade. That's just a lemonade, but strawberry lemonade is really good. <laughs> so I want you guys to have a very blessed and motivated day. And remember, vengeance belongs to the Lord. So don't take your revenge out on anybody. Let the Lord, in his perfect time, in his perfect way, take care of the vengeance. Because we, in our human, in our human way, in our humanity, in our human nature, we can't do it right. So let the Lord be God and let him take care of it. You guys, be blessed, motivated, always inspired to do what the Lord lays on your heart. And a big kiss from me to you. Have a very great day, you guys. Remember, the Lord loves you immensely, way more than I do. Take care. And thanks for listening, all my fans and new ones that have found me. Thank you for being a great and wonderful supporter. God bless. Take care. taught the sun where to stand in the morning and who told the ocean you can only come this far and who showed the moon where to hide till evening whose words alone can catch a falling star I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer lives. All of creation testifies. This life within me cries. I know my Redeemer lives. 
the very same God that spins things in orbit, runs to the weary, the one and the And the same gentle hands that hold me when I'm broken, they conquer death to bring me victory. I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer lives. Let all creation testify. Let life within me cry. I know my Redeemer lives. for tuning in to god's gift through his word i hope you all are having a wonderful day and come back for more inspiration hello hello everyone t drake here just dropping a little thank you. I thank you for tuning in and being a consistent listener. Please also help me if you can over on Spotify and give me a five-star rating if you like the inspiration, if you like what is shared here. I hope that you do. And don't forget to follow me on all the different social media platforms. And also you can email me anytime that you like a prayer request or anything of that nature please do look out for the next episode to come thank you for tuning in today i hope that you are well your family as well and don't forget that god loves you immensely way more than i do remember to be blessed motivated and always inspired to do what the lord lays on your heart thank you for tuning in and i'll see you on the next episode 